Blog Talk Radio. special show for you. Well, today we have Elder W. Perry Alexander from Antioch International Community Church. And um, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, today he's had this, his topic is let the power of God speak. I welcome him, Elder W. Perry Alexander. God bless you to all of you uh, listening to me today via uh, this radio show. I want to greet you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, on today. And I have a word that I want to share with you all today that I believe is really fitting for a time such as now that we live in on today. If you would um, open your Bibles with me to the Gospel of Luke, chapter number four, and we will begin the reading 
at the 18th verse. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, beginning at the 18th verse. And I'm coming out of the New International Version of the Bible on today. So if your Bible reads a little differently, we trust that it's all the same. Amen. The word of the Lord reads, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue was fasted on him. Verse 21, And he began saying to them, Today, This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Pray with me a moment, if you will. Eternal God, our Father, it's come time now that this willing vessel must be used by you. He needs you now, God, because he knows that except you speak through him, He will be simply a tinkling cymbal and a sounding brass. So now, God, he asks that you cause your face to shine upon him now and give him preaching power from on high that would make preaching come easier unto him. And he will be so careful to give your name all of the honor, all of the glory, in all of the praise. For it is in Jesus' name we do pray and we ask it all. Amen. 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 Saints of God, if I were to ask you the question, what comes to mind when you hear the word power, I am sure there will be numerous answers injected into this atmosphere that would define what the word power means by your standards. Well, many Christians don't like to think of power as something that the church should be concerned with. Well, why? Is it that we think having power is a bad thing? Is it the fear that power in the wrong hands will corrupt the church? An author by the name of Robert Lipscomb writes in his book, Transforming Power, Biblical Strategies for Making a Difference in Your Community, he says that Power can either be abused or used effectively. 
in a sense, uh, Lithicum also said something that I thought was both prophetic and powerful to me as it relates to my personal walk with God. Listen to what he says. He, he says, power is the ability, capacity, and willingness to act. This was prophetic to me because this is what the people of God must return back to, the willingness to act in faith. Do I have a witness here? I believe, I believe, I believe part of the reason Christians today can't experience the power of God at work in their lives is because of what Lithicum expresses here in his book. But not only that, also I believe there are other reasons for this as well. One of them might be uh, that there is no evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in their lives. Do I have a witness here? Well, well, what, what do I mean? What do I mean? Uh, there is no love. There's no joy. There's no peace. There's no long-suffering. There's no goodness, no meekness, no faithfulness, no self-control. Uh, but you are supposed to be bearing fruit. So, so uh, another reason we don't see the power of God at work in the lives of Christians today is uh, we blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, what am I saying? What am I saying here? In other words, what I'm saying is, we as Christians today, we reject the indwelling and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When we do this, to be honest with you, we really do ourselves an injustice because our lives cannot be enriched and neither our labor cannot be empowered. Oh, is anybody still with me in here? So why, so why, so why should we let the power of God work in our lives uh, versus uh, trying to do it in our own strength? Uh, listen to what the Apostle Paul, I believe, gives as some valid reasons as to why we should let the power of God work in our lives. The Apostle Paul, he gives us a valid reason in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. He says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Oh, don't miss that. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. He says that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Well, uh, what, what does the Apostle Paul mean here in verse 20? What he means is the kingdom of God is God's present reign in our lives. 
the lives of his people. Now, uh, this is what Paul is talking about here in verse 20 of First Corinthians chapter 4. He's talking about the lives of his people, in other words, the people of God. That dynamic new life in Christ is what he's referring to, the power of the new birth showing itself in an humble life dedicated to Christ and to Christ's mission, his mission. In other words, the Apostle Paul uh, contracted empty talk with the genuine power of the Holy Spirit. Now, we, we are accustomed to hearing people talk a good talk, but we are yet to see the evidence in their Christian walk to back up what they're saying in their talk. Uh, do I have a witness here? So, so when we look at what the Apostle Paul is telling us in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, we understand that we as Christians uh, are going to have to begin to not only talk the talk, but we're going to have to walk the walk. Uh, that, is why, that is why it is important not to commit blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Because if we blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, uh, then we cannot let the power of God work on our behalf. So, so when we look at our text for today, we see Jesus giving a lesson, lesson on how to let the power of God work in our lives. Go to the text with me, if you will. In verse 14, it reads, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. What is interesting about this verse uh, to me was, the fact that Luke, the gospel writer, emphasizes the Holy Spirit not only in his gospel, but also in Acts, where the Spirit is mentioned 57 times in the desert of Judea. But then in verse 16, it says, he went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day, he went into their synagogue, as was custom in those times, and he stood up to read. That's what verse 16 tells us that Jesus done at that time. But then we look at verse number 17, we see that the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed over to Jesus. And in the midst of grabbing hold to the scroll, uh, Jesus, as he unrolled it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit. 
because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Uh, he said he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and to the recovery of the sight for the blind and uh, to release the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Uh, that's what the scroll read when Jesus opened up to it. But now we must be careful to note here a couple of things about this text. First of all, Jesus probably read from Isaiah in the Hebrew language. Then he or someone else paraphrased it in Aramaic language, which was one of the other common languages of that time. Am I right about it? So in verse in verse 18, uh, it tells of Jesus' ministry of preaching and healing to meet everyone's need. And verse 18 and 19 shows God's power at work. We must also be careful to note that verse 19 is uh, not referring to a calendar year, but it refers to the year of Jubilee that's found in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 8 through 55, when every 50 years, slaves were freed, debts were canceled, and ancestral property was returned back to the original owner of the original family, which in turn is another prime example of the power of God at work in the lives of his people. Uh, now, now, let me give you a few ways that we can make ourselves accessible for the power of God to work on our behalf. That is, this is found in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 18 through 20, and is parallel to what we see here in our text for today. Initially, now, we have to remember the Lord our God in all we do. We have to remember the Lord our God in all that we do. That's one way that we can see the power of God manifests itself in our lives. Look at Jesus, if you will. Jesus does this in verse 18. Listen what he says. He says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. Now, that makes it clear to me that he was acknowledging God's anointing that was being put on him. Do I have a witness here? 
So you see, in order for us to be able to see the power of God go to work in our lives, we first of all are going to have to acknowledge that God's hand is actually upon us. That's what we're going to have to do. That's first of all. But secondly, secondly, uh, we have to recognize through whose authority we receive God's power. That's what we have to do. Second of all, we have to recognize whose authority we receive God's power through. Uh, now, again, Jesus as our example gives us evidence in verse 18 that he recognized through whose authority he was operating under. It's right there in the text. It's right there. I'm not making it up. Look, look at the text with me. It's right there in the text. Look at what he says. He says, he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So you see, he recognizes through whose authority he is operating. And can I tell you, can I tell you today that that's where we in the church fall short a lot of times in, in these days? Uh, we, we really, if the truth would be told, we really uh, don't recognize whose authority through which we are operating. Uh, because of the need to be bigger than we feel that we are, we sometimes get caught up in ourselves. We sometimes get caught up in trying to make things work the way we want them to work instead of recognizing through whose authority we can actually get it to work for us. So we, 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 we miss the mark sometimes in the church today because we don't recognize whose authority we are operating in. Do I have a witness here? But finally, uh, brothers and sisters, unless I worry your patience too long on today, we must live our lives in obedience to God's word. In other words, we have to work the work, the Bible. We have to work the words of the Bible. That's pretty much what I'm saying here is that we have to work the word. In other words, the truth of the Bible is enough to set us free if we just manage to let the truth of the Word of God lead us, then we can see the manifestation of God's power working in our lives. 
he would not have inspired men to write these truths unless he wanted us to have the availability to use them in our everyday walk of life. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we're going to be up and sometimes we're going to be down. Uh, sometimes we're going to struggle and sometimes we're going to be successful. But as long as we continue to let the truth of God's word lead us, then we can see how his power is at work in our lives. So as I get ready to bring this message to a close today, I just thought I would share this word from the bottom of my heart with the listeners here today. And I know that there have been many tragic killings that's been going on around the country and in the United States in the past several weeks and months, and even as late as last year. But sometimes uh, God allows death to come about to give us a reminder that we need to let the power of God go to work in our lives. And I know sometimes that it's hard when we begin to see the effects of murder and other killings happen by accident, and we understand that our hearts are heavy, and we know that our burdens for the people who are affected become to the point where uh, we feel like uh, we just can't endure it any longer. But can I tell you today that when you put your hand in the hand of the master, I believe that everything, it will be all right. Don't let the troubles of this world impact you in a way that you fall prey to giving up. Because one thing I know that if we allow the power of God to go to work in our lives, we will see some sunshine on the other day. So when I come to tell you that it's time for us to come together as Christian people and allow ourselves to watch the manifestation of the power of God work in our lives, we will begin to see a brighter day. I heard someone say that weeping, it may endure for a night, but my joy will come in the morning. Do I have a witness? All you need to do is begin to lean and depend on God, knowing that he will, he will never leave us, nor will, nor will he ever forsake us. Why do you say that, preacher? Because he is my battle axe in the midst of my battle, and he is my rock in a weary land, and he is my shelter 